0: Hi, this is William Adam and this is my A podcast show. This show was recorded on Thursday, October 22nd, 2015. This is episode 13, Fanboy. This is William Adamcock, and you are listening to the ACOCK Podcast Show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, Like I said, this is William Adamcock, and this is the ACOCK Podcast Show. This is episode 13. 13, episode 13. Uh, I guess it's uh, also an unlucky number, but uh, 13 weeks I have been doing this show, or this little hobby that I... That I do every so often throughout the week. Thirteen weeks. It, it has absolutely flown by. I've I guess that's a good thing because it's fun to do. So, you know, so yes, welcome to episode thirteen of the ACOC podcast show. Whether you're listening to me on iTunes, on your iOS devices, on SoundCloud, or through my website acock.com. Just Welcome, and I'm hoping you guys are enjoying this show just as much as I am enjoying doing these shows. Uh, Unfortunately, my friend Luke Fordson cannot make it tonight. Uh, It is currently raining uh, all throughout Oklahoma, and I guess uh, every so often when it rains down there in his hometown, uh, he kind of loses internet service, so one of those things you can't control is internet and data and all that, so maybe next week he can come back on but uh this week has it was actually a very busy week for uh nerds out here uh nerds geeks or whatever um fanboys as well i went ahead and titled this show fanboys because you know i'm a fanboy of what happened this week for sure uh monday monday was uh the final trailer of Star Wars episode was it seven, The Force Awakens? So, uh, that movie is hyped up for sure. I am really glad that JJ Abrams took over. And, uh, I wouldn't say I'm glad that Disney bought Lucasfilms, but I, I think Disney, you know, since Disney has a lot of money, they can just throw at JJ. And they did a, I'm thinking they're doing it, going to do a well. A really good job on this new movie Coming out in December uh, I am a I'm not a huge Star Wars fan I mean I do enjoy the shows um, If people ask me You know I, I, I'll say I'm a Trekkie I like Star Trek But I, I like Star Wars I'll get into more of that later But uh, The new trailer The final trailer Before the movies are released um, Came out Monday during a football game I didn't watch the game I went to YouTube pretty much I'm sure how everybody else went to go view this uh, to view this uh, trailer and uh, the trailer was awesome it was really the movie looks awesome I cannot wait Uh, I tried getting tickets to an IMAX in Tulsa but I think they are sold out I'm going to keep trying I would love to go see that movie in IMAX so I'm really hyped about that as well um and also they released the poster of the movie, the official poster. And the big question that I'm asking, and a lot of people out there is asking is where the heck is Luke Skywalker? You know, I, I thought, uh, you know, the very first trailer they uh, release, you know, that's Luke, you know, or Mark Hamill, a uh, voiceover of the trailer. And, he's saying all that stuff and then you see R2 and a robotic hand and the guy touching R2 is like okay I'm assuming that's Luke because you know his arm got, where his wrist and his hand got cut off by his father. You know, Spoiler alert sorry if you haven't seen Star Wars but if you haven't I feel bad for you but uh, you know his dad Dark Vader cut off his hand and so I'm assuming that is Luke's hand touching R2 I'm sure a lot of people are thinking that and so, I would assume Luke plays a very important part in this movie, but maybe not. You know, he does this great voiceover on the first trailer, but if he's not on the poster, then uh, I don't know what that means. Is he is he killed off in the very beginning of the movie, or is he are they burying him in the very beginning of the movie? I, who knows? I wait till December, but. I would only assume that Luke would make some kind of cameo or appearance on the trailer, or a poster at least. I mean, Leia and Han and Chewie and R2 and C-3PO and you know all those great old characters are on the poster, but not Luke. So that's a very interesting poster. And you can also see, I guess they're bringing back some form of uh, Death Star-looking thing. So that's interesting some kind of big planetary thing they're bringing in there and the new villain what he looks like so that's the other thing no luke but a big picture of the villain and is that luke is luke the bad guy i will say in this trailer the new one that was released the person is saying i will continue what you have what you've started and it showed the picture or the it showed Darth Vader's helmet all burned up and i'm assuming the pers- the bad guy is talking, you know, to Vader in the in the Jedi spirit world that, you know, hey, i'm continu continuing your work. So is that the son talking to the father and saying i'm going to continue your work cuz i'm the bad guy now and i'm the new Sith lord, who knows. So it's very interesting, and uh, I don't know what direction JJ is going, but I have faith in JJ. He, re- you know, completely brought back Star Trek. Um, I, I do love the original series. I love Voyager. I love Deep Space Nine, um, Enterprise, and uh, the Next Generation, and all the movies. But these new ones that came out are really good and I he J.J. is a a magic guy indeed he is a very good director so I have my full faith in J.J. more faith in George Lucas I mean George Lucas created this universe but I have more faith in J.J. than I do in George even though George completely sold out and no longer is with Lucas films but whatever but uh yeah that's how you know where's Luke in this trailer or where's Luke in this poster? So it also kind of interesting that there, I read something online recently within the past couple of days that I guess back like 2005 or something, I guess when the talk of this new star Wars was starting, uh, Mark Hamill who plays Luke Skywalker, uh, came to, I think it was a JJ or George Lucas or maybe back in the day too. I don't know that he wanted Luke to be a bad guy. He wanted Luke to turn. And uh, people are cr- uh, crawling all over this. You know, you even see Luke when he had this vision cutting off Darth Vader's head, the helmet exploded, and that was his head in that helmet. So it's one of those things that is episode four, five, and six. Is that kind of leading up to is Luke kind of turning to the dark side? You know, I mean, it's one of those things that. You just don't know. So, until December, I guess, for sure. But, yeah, so Mark Hamill wanted Luke to turn bad, and J.J. agreed to that. Or J.J. liked that idea. So, are they going along with that? And, apparently, there's this photo floating around on the internet that Disney has been working its tail off to get rid of. That shows Mark Hamill looking pretty evil in this uh, Jedi outfit. So, And this is a photo from the set of the new Star Wars. So who knows? I'm really interested. I couldn't be more happier that the, they are bringing back Star Wars after the uh, embarrassing uh, episode 1. 2 was okay. 3 was better. But for sure, no more Jar Jar. If he shows up in this movie, I am walking out and I will just stomp out. And be like, F you, Jar Jar. Or anything that resembles Jar Jar. If there's a species that looks like Jar Jar, I'm out of there. So, we'll see on December. Is Luke the bad guy? Is he dead? We don't know. And then, uh, like, and also, who is the guy continuing the work of Darth Vader? Did Darth Vader have some kind of secret apprentice? You know that the Sith Lord didn't know about. Or did he somehow have another son that he didn't know about. But I found out. So who knows. We'll see. Uh, is Leia and Han married? Do they ever marry? We'll see about that too. In the trailer you see Leia hugging on Han. Kind of teary. She's a little teary eyed. So we'll see what she's upset about. Uh, but I am just really really hyped up about this movie in December. I, I cannot wait and I, I hope to get some tickets, if not, and I'll be sure to get some. I'll have to buy some from a scouter if I have to. I don't care. Another thing that really hypes me up about this movie is uh, it brings back memories of uh, when I was younger. You know, all, if you like Star Wars, when you were young, you always went, you always bought these lightsabers. And you and your friends would always have these lightsaber duels and you just had a lot of fun doing it so uh reliving these the star wars moments now and just how it's all hyped up and it just brings back memories of me luke and our friend kyle griffith just uh lightsaber duels you know all the time and uh i always i got the uh i bought uh the darth maul episode one sith guys lightsaber and It's kind of cool, so I I might actually look for the, uh, I don't know the new guy's name, but he has that cross uh, lightsaber, so we'll see how, if there's any toys out there now. It could be already, I don't know, but I'll keep an eye out for that, and I will buy that lightsaber for sure. So I might not have anyone to duel with, but it's just kind of cool to collect these lightsabers. So I'll be on the lookout for that but yeah I'm down for more lightsaber duels now since Star Wars is coming back so and what's kind of cool though is uh, I had no idea this was out there that there's actually a, a correct order to watch all these one through six episodes of Star Trek or Star Wars. see sorry I did not mean to say Star Trek Star Wars uh, movies. And uh, a guy from work, Newton Cass, uh, came up with that. Uh, didn't, he didn't come up with it, but he brought it to my attention that there's this guy on the Internet. and I, I guess there's multiple guys on the Internet. I mean, of course, multiple people on the Internet came up with different orders. But he uh, told me about the uh, machete order that this guy uh, kind of came up with, where he came up with someone else. I don't know. Internet. You believe the Internet. So the order... To better understand the uh, the Star Wars movies is episode 4, 5, 2, 3, and 6. If you heard me and you knew what know the movies, or if you know the order, correct order, I did not mention 1. I left off 1, or the guy or the machete order leaves out 1. Which... I'm okay with. You know, number one was... I saw it when I was younger. I liked the action shot... uh, Action... No, the action. And I liked the... uh, The lightsaber duels at the end, you know. I hated how they killed off Qui-Gon. But, you know, I guess Liam Nielsen had to go do other action movies. And play those Taken movies three, five times. Who knows how many they're doing. But... You know, Liam Nielsen does his own thing, and you better agree with him or he'll throat punch you. So, but yes, they left off one, or the machete order leaves off one. And the website does have a pretty good explanation, and the uh, pretty, I guess it kind of sums it up here. He, the guy on the website, I forgot his name, says, as I mentioned, This creates a lot of tension after the cliffhanger ending of episode 5. It also uses the original trilogy as a framing device for the prequel trilogy. Vader drops this huge bomb that he's Luke's father. Then we spend two movies proving he's telling the truth. Then we see how it gets resolved. The Star Wars watching experience gets to start with the film that does the best job of establishing the Star Wars universe, episode 4, And it ends with the most satisfying endings, episode six. So you kind of, you go with four and then you go with kind of the Vader's story of how he gets to the dark side. And then you continue on with the last two and you can kind of see how Vader, Anakin and Luke kind of, they've, it looks, you know, they act the same, you know, it's kind of cool actually. I haven't done it personally. I'm going to I plan on doing that order soon to see how it really works, but but I'm going to give it a try and I'm going to see how it pans out and go from there. So I'm going to try to do it. Will I actually do it? I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I do also like how uh movie theaters are going to re-release the the movies and i'm sure there's all kinds of tv networks that's just going to networks that's going to have the uh, star wars marathon kind of a thing. so i'm really hyped about it. i know a lot of my friends are i would love to go try and see this movie with them all together. i don't think i'll dress up cuz i don't really have anything to dress up. If anything, i'll just try to look like a jedi, i guess wear a bathrobe and bring my jedi lightsaber. But, uh, and just go from there. Uh, more on to that machete order is that, like I said, there's no episode one. So, kind of what, you know, who cares? You know, episode one is just, the website calls it a complete disaster. I'm sure a lot of people think the same way about it. I mean, I don't think it was a complete disaster. It, just, I, I was young when I saw it, I didn't really care about the storyline back in the day, I just liked it because of the lightsaber duels and I just liked the action sequences like that Jar Jar, leave out I could care less um, kind of what, he made a little list about what you really do miss though, is that what gets removed from this order, if you do this order uh, you know, no Jar Jar thank you uh, no chlorians or meta chlorians uh, I just know episode one was that's all you really hear to hear about, and like the middle of the movie is, is your midi-chlorian level this high, or like these invisible voices in your blood cells that tell your brain. And then you know, it's kind of weird how they explain it, but you don't at in episode two pretty sure I haven't seen that I haven't seen those in a long time but I'm pretty sure there were no midi clorians at, at all talked about that was one of Qui-Gon's most famous things he always liked to talk about uh sorry but the guy also said no Jake Lloyd who played the young Anakin Skywalker I guess people just didn't like his acting which now that I think about it I kind of agree with is that it wasn't the best acting, but you know he was first-time actor in a big-time movie, and well, he wasn't first-time actor. I think he's acted in other things, but this is definitely a big-time movie. I, I would have been a little nervous. I mean, meeting Liam Nelson or Nielsen, Nielsen. Come on, i will be freaked out on that. So, uh, no confusing Queen slash Padme at the end. I don't know if you remember, but yeah, the, apparently the queen, you know, switched her with another look-alike that's like a twin, but not a twin, just a person, like her stunt double, switched with her. So pretty much throughout the entire movie, they weren't talking to the queen, they were talking to a queen's uh, look-alike, queen's stunt double. And the queen was actually stowaway or something on Tatooine with Liam Nielsen. so no, none of that confusing switching. Uh, nothing about trade disputes. That's what Episode One was mainly about. Was that it? Kind of was. You know, it kind of led up to what the systems was actually doing, though, is that they're wanting to leave the rebellion or whatever. But. I kind of agree with how the guy puts it is that episode one was about trade disputes, but all the other episodes was about systems leaving the system kind of a thing. There was no mention about trade disputes. So it kind of confused. It can kind of confuse people. If you really care about the story, if you're that young, Uh, you know, for a kid, it's easier to understand that systems want to leave the Republic and don't know anything about trade disputes. So I can kind of understand that, that, you know, who cares about trade disputes? What are they doing? Is that why they're leaving the system? I guess so. We'll just go with that. Oh, look, talking about midichlorians again. Yay, his is really high. How come Yoda, the great all-powerful Yoda, never felt those midichlorians talking to him? Who knows? So we'll see how that goes. So, and last but not least is that there's... uh, you won't see any pod racing or no mention about pod racing in the uh, later episodes so i uh like i said when i when i was young when i saw this movie and the pod racing was cool to watch you know a lot of great action i agree now that it has nothing to do with the storyline at all you know it's just was put in there um And it showed, I guess, a little snippet of how Anakin used the Force to dodge things and all that because, you know, Liam Nielsen said, listen to the Force, and you got to listen to what he says. So, you know, no pod racing at all in later episodes. That was only done in episode one. So there's that. So are you guys hyped about it? Are you going to be standing in line and uh, watching this movie? Um Do you even care about Star Wars? Are you more of a Trekkie? If so, awesome. Talk to me about it. Um, Or are you a Trekkie who likes both universes and uh, will see this movie no matter what because it's done by J.J. Abrams, Star Wars, uh, Disney throws money at it since Disney owns LucasArts now. So, I mean, I'm going to see it even though I'm a Trekkie. Speaking of Trekkie, the other thing I want to talk about is does any this uh when you talk to people do you talk to i guess other nerds or other geeks do uh do they ask you are you a trekkie or do you like Star Wars? I don't know what the Star Wars nickname is um is it I don't know actually are you a I don't know but Trekkies, you know, that's a Star Trek fan, and Star Wars is just a Star Wars fan. And so, uh, when I ask, when I get asked that question, I will proudly say I am a Trekkie. I do like Star Trek. I, uh, even though I, I was first uh, introduced to Star Wars before Star Trek, but after seeing Star Trek and. I just fell in love with it more. I guess because I mean it's William Shatner and you can you can't go wrong with William Shatner or Bill Shatner. I feel like I can say Bill uh, uh, like like I know him personally because my first name is William and I can go by Bill as well. So Bill Shatner. You know, I how can you not go wrong with Bill Shatner as Captain James Tiberius Kirk? Um But like I said, I like both universes or both. uh, I like them both. I like both of those. So I also find it funny that people argue that geeks argue. So what do you think will win? uh, Millennium Falcon or the Enterprise? I mean, of course, I'm going to say the Enterprise because they have all kinds of cool little nifty phasers and torpedoes and you know shields and the freaking millennium falcon just has deflector shields and maybe some blaster rays that's it that's all you ever see so i'm thinking the enterprise can definitely beat the millennium falcon but then again the enterprise doesn't have chewy it has wolf worf or spock or or Tupac or whoever else or whatever uh, other episode that you're watching. I mean, I get it, too, that Star Trek can kind of be confusing since there's so many spin-offs, but I'm talking about the original. So, yeah, Enterprise has Spock and uh, Han or Millennium Falcon has uh, Chewie. So, go with that. I guess it's kind of funny, though, if I, if I think about it, that the next generation, War Wolf, um, has kind of like the same looking metal bandolier that Chewbacca has. It's kind of funny now that I think about it. Um, but I like both movies. I'm a Trekkie, bigger Trekkie than I am a Star Wars fan. So I'm putting that out there. I don't know what anybody else is. So if you want to say what you are, go ahead. Leave me a comment or something. I don't care. I'm, I like what I like. But I just find it funny that there are, you know, I guess this is what makes the these two universes so awesome, though, is that such, such a huge fan base. Uh, these two, Star Trek and Star Wars, has such a huge fan base. The Comic-Cons that they put on, the Star Wars Comic-Con or whatever, and the Star Trek, people um, have great-looking, uh, oh, I mean, I, I guess you call them costumes, but... There's another word for it though, that uh, cosplay. They they're great at making these cosplay costumes and just they go all they go all out. Some of these stormtroopers and Darth Vader uh, costumes and some of these uh, Star Trek ones as well, you know, the Borg. I mean, gosh, these people are so really they're really good at building these costumes and going to these Comic-Cons. That's what I like to go see is like these Comic-Cons or the costumes. I just find it amazing how I, the time and possibly the money that goes into making these. So it's really cool. And I, I, I recommend that if you have the chance to go to a Comic-Con, go to one. Go to a small one. I don't care. You'll see, you'll see some people dress up no matter what because it's just fun to do. It's really cool. And I have to since I named this fanboys. There's an actual movie named Fanboys. It's kind of funny. Um, it's about these group of friends. This was made during the uh, episode one time frame, and the group of friends wants to see Star Wars Episode One before everyone else. And the only way to do that is to break into George Lucas's home or the Skywalker Ranch. And uh, see the movie there. And so they go on this great journey. It's funny though. This scene they go into uh, Iowa. Which was uh, James Kirk's uh, home state. And they go to James Kirk's hometown. And they see a statue of James Kirk. And all the Star Trek fans in their outfits. And there they are. And they kind of destroy James Kirk's statue. And just... They have a nice little Star Wars, Star Trek battle of the nerds right there. It's pretty funny. It's a pretty funny movie. It, it, it wasn't well known. I just happened to come across it, and I kind of liked it because of the geekiness and just how it was Star, Star Wars and Star Trek kind of a thing. And I think, if I remember, uh, George Lucas does make a cameo in that, or at least somebody that looks a lot like him. And But, you know, at the end of it, they do see Episode One and his ranch. Spoiler alert, sorry. All right. So, that was the first part of the week. That was on Monday that the new Star Wars final trailer was released. It was an awesome trailer, just like the other previous ones. I wish they really did a good job of hyping up this movie, which I don't think it'll be disappointed a disappointment. I think people were kind of saying that about this new Star Trek when they first released that because that was really hyped up as well and nobody got disappointed from what I can tell. That movie did great. So it did so well that they made another one, a great one, and then they're making more. But J.J.'s not doing the uh, third one. We'll see how that goes. Might not have many lens flares, but... (laughs) We'll see. I'm sure Star Wars will have some lens flare action. But moving on to, let's say, the middle of the week, the second thing that, you know, geeks around the world got, you know, two things in one week. That's amazing. That geeks got uh, October 21st, 2015. That date should be uh, in a lot of geeks' head. Now that date is finally, or uh, that sadly as well, that It's in the past. Uh, If you don't know what I'm talking about, then uh, October 21st, 2015 was the date that Doc Brown, Marty McFly, uh, and uh, Marty's girlfriend, Jennifer, went back into the future. and Einstein as well. Went back into the future and... That was uh this movie was, you know, Back to the Future was the movie it was called, Back to the Future Part 2. The that was the day they went back from their past into it's kind of confusing. I'm confusing myself. I don't know why. But that future in that movie, you know, flying cars, hoverboards, weird-looking outfits is kind of cool looking at that and then seeing that date happen You know, in real life, you know, where are the flying cars? Where's the hoverboards? Where's those weird looking costumes? Why don't people wear their pockets inside out kind of a thing? So, yeah, that was the second thing that happened this week was what the social media hashtagged it, Back to the Future Day. So, it was the date that Marty McFly and Doc Brown went back to the you know, forward in time to the October twenty-first, twenty-fifteen. So now, when you watch Back to the Future Part Two, that uh, moment in time will finally, or sadly, be in the past. You know, you can watch that movie today, and be like, "Wow, that that happened yesterday," kind of a thing. So, and like um, my friend from work, you know, Newton Cass. Also, now he's saying. Can't wait till 2017, you know, Blade Runner. So, or also 2016, um, Running Man kind of a thing, Running Man Day and Blade Runner Day. So, it's really kind of cool. These movies made back in the 80s came up with these times now, and we're living in those times. So, I think that's what's kind of cool about it is that I can officially say, I can put this on my headstone and say, I lived. On I live through back to the future day, so and I think what's really cool is that how in the movie back to the future, couple of you know product placements um, there's a scene that Marty goes to in the bar that um there's a video game that it was never made like you know, it was never a uh oh what they were called but you see those things in restaurants and whatnot, those arcade game styles cabinets but it was an actual game that I do believe that Nintendo did make was called uh, the uh, Long Gunman or something like that and you'll see uh, the young Elijah Wood play it and they fix it and Marty does his thing and you know you use your hands that's like a baby's toy kind of a quote and uh What's cool though is that on 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 October twenty first, Nintendo uh, released that game on their Nintendo Wii's. So that Nintendo released that game, and there's a shot of uh, you know the whole reason they go back into the future is that Doc Brown has this newspaper article of Marty McFly's son in the newspaper. You know it's from USA Today, which is an actual newspaper you know, the brand or an actual newspaper distributor in the world. And what was cool is that they or actually happened today on October 22nd, that they actually printed that article on the front page. Um, Mom, actually I talked, you know, there's no uh, USA today outlets around Pahuska. So I, I asked her to look for one around McAllister area so I actually got one now, and I'm going to frame that newspaper. You know, it's really cool if you know what I'm talking about, that USA Today did do that. It looks exactly like it looked on when Doc Brown showed that to Marty. So that was really cool. You know, it's, And then the last thing was that what Nike did was, uh, was a scene that Marty put on these shoes and they're power laces. You slip them on, and they automatically adjust to your feet. So, yesterday, on the 21st, Nike actually made Power Laces shoes, and they gave the first pair to, uh, um, I had a brain fart there, but uh, Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox got the first pair from Nike with the Power Laces. So, I'm totally getting one of those pairs of shoes, I mean, power laces, light up lights. You know, Nike and lights up. Uh, I'm hoping they're not expensive, but now with you know how much shoes are nowadays, probably are. So we'll see. But I'm totally going to get one of those, one pair of those. So I think it's really cool that. I guess these brands agreed to this back in the day. Uh, I think these movies were made. Uh, These movies were made, I think, in 1988, I do believe, around the time I was born. So I think it's really cool that if, I guess, they would have to agree to this to show off their brand and all that for product placement, that they actually made these things happen on the day the movie, they went back into the future. So that's really cool. Um, I guess another thing did kind of come true is that uh, Lexus, I do believe, made an actual hoverboard powered by uh, liquid nitrogen. So it's not perfect like uh, like Marty McFly's, but it did do its job. I saw a video of it, and you know they were the skateboard pros were actually pretty good on it. So. Yes, in 2015 there was an actual hoverboard, so now that the technology exists, it can only improve, and soon we're going to have hoverboards everywhere. So, pretty cool. I might not, I'll never get one, but I'll watch YouTube videos about it. So, But I couldn't believe it. This week alone, two uh, big things were announced, and another thing happened for geeks this week geeks and nerd around the world were very happy about this week so that's kind of what I wanted to bring to the table on this week's episode was talk about those two things yeah, these couple of things and kind of uh, just how much hype I have about this new Star Wars film and how much it was how exciting it was about Back to the Future Day Now that I watch part two, I'm going to be like, you know, I lived through that day. And uh, that day is in the past. A little sad about it. Uh, Oh, uh, I was also going to mention that uh, I'm a Loot Crate subscriber. I really do like this Loot Crate kind of thing. Loot Crate, among other something crates that you see on social media that they send you the box of stuff that... But Loot Crate this month was actually, I liked it. It was pretty good. Had a little Doc Brown miniature figurine. A little bobblehead kind of a thing. And then like a one-third replica of Marty McFly's uh, hoverboard that he used to escape from Biff or Griff. And uh, a Doctor Who spork thing. i never seen Doctor Who, so I don't know what that is. I might have to start looking watching that. And then uh, Bill and Ted's t-shirt. And just a little booklet about the stuff that was included. So Loot Crate is a pretty cool thing if you're a geek and whatnot. And if I think you should check it out. You know, lootcrate.com. And uh, just do a month, really, if you wanted to. I think it's like, what, like $15 or something for one month. And just... Do it now, and you'll get next month's uh, loot crate and see if you like it. I will say that I'm I, I've had it now for, for uh, four months, and I'm not disappointed. So I, I like everything that I get, and I the boxes are cool too. You can kind of uh, turn them inside out, and they're little buildings or whatnot. Uh, one of them was an exoskeleton of the Terminator, and they give you like this plastic terminator terminator head that you put on top of the box and it you know looks like a terminator's uh, body. So it's pretty cool what they can do with these boxes. So I haven't, you know, I, I recommend Loot Crate though. If you're wanting to if you're wanting to get into this crate stuff per month, check out Loot Crate first. I don't, I think it'll be you won't, you won't be disappointed. So but hey, um that's about all that I had to talk about on this episode, so uh, thank you all for sticking with me on this uh, all the way through. I hope you enjoyed this episode and uh uh next week uh Luke should be back on, hoping the internet works, and then uh, we can talk about more of this stuff and then whatever else we have about next week so I hope you all enjoyed your stay here, and uh, thank you again for coming out to uh, acock.com, SoundCloud, or iTunes. And uh, if you want to, go ahead and subscribe to me on iTunes, and these episodes will automatically pop up on your uh, podcast app. So, with that being said, you all are great. I love you all. Thank you all, and uh, God bless.